What's going on, Flyers Nation? Welcome on into this Flyers game recap. Unfortunately, tonight the Flyers cannot get a winning streak going as they fall to the Edmonton Oilers 3 to nothing. And look, this is one where you're just going to pin this to the fact that we just don't have enough firepower. Uh, the effort was definitely there. There was def certainly some energy from this team. And oh, by the way, you had a great night by Mr. Uh, one Carter Hart. But on the other side for Edmonton, obviously, we all know they have Connor McDavid. But this, the, I really think the star tonight for Edmonton was Miko uh, Kuskanen. Uh, he really did a really good job. A 6'7 goaltender, by the way. That That's just a big-ass body to put in front of net. And really, the Flyers just did not have enough firepower to get one past him. And, and it's it's unfortunate. It, it really is. Because I really felt like the way they played on Saturday is something they could build upon. We got some more bodies starting to look a little more healthier. The effort has been there. And just tonight, you just did not have enough to get one past the Edmonton Oilers, and we fall yet again. The season is just uh, dwindling, dwindling away, guys. I know. We're ready for the end of it, I feel. But, hey, let's get to this game. Let's discuss. And, of course, welcome all, uh, welcome everyone on into the Flyers-Oilers game recap. Thank you so much for choosing myself to, to give you guys the Flyer recap here. Before we dive into today, real quick, guys, if you're watching this live on YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. But make sure you like button. That would really mean the world to me, especially if you enjoy the content. And if you are a Philly sports fan, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you guys are subscribed for all your Philly sports needs. And, of course, if you're more of a podcast listener, all these game recaps, all these videos get rebroadcast in podcast form, and you can find it under Oi and Philly Sports, and you can find that wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify, as always. What's up? We got Raynell in the building. We got Jason in the building. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for tuning on in. If you guys have any comments on this game or any questions, definitely drop it in the comment section. We will get to that in just one second. But um, this game, I'll start off with the Flyers uh, starting lineup uh, tonight. Your first line, you got the everything pretty much was the same, to be quite honest with you guys, all of the four uh, line pairings. Claude Giroux centering Joel Farabee and Cam Atkinson. Your second line, Scott Lawton centering Oscar Lindblom and Travis Konechny. Your third line, Derek Broussard centering James Van Riemsdyk and uh, uh, Gerald Mayhew. Your fourth and final line, Patrick Brown centering Isaac Ratcliffe and Zach McGowan. With your defensive pairings, Ivan Provorov and Justin Braun, Travis Sanheim and Rasmus Ristolainen, Keith Vandal and Nick Sealer. With, of course, your net minor tonight, Mr. Carter freaking Hart. And this game uh, started off early. The Edmonton Oilers got on a power play early on in this game, two minutes in, and... From the point, Leon Dressteitel, uh, he's going to knock that in. Clear path to the net. Hits it hits it from the left side to the right side of the net. Not much Carter Hart can really do there. He tried to put up that glove, glove uh, there, but <laughs> really not much he could do there. And the Edmonton Oilers go up early uh, in this game, two minutes in, one to nothing off of that power play. Edmonton would get comfortable on that power play as well. Had a lot of opportunities for sure. Um, and a one nothing lead here for the Edmonton Oilers. And if you saw the graphic on TV, the Edmonton Oilers are a perfect undefeated on the season when they score first. So it was uh, very it, it was very conducive for themselves, for the Flyers to get on the board first. But unfortunately, not, we're not able to do so. Um, the second period, it, it was um, throughout the period, whole game, I would say the Flyers had energy. Uh, the Flyers put up some chances. I don't know if they had any quality chances, but in the second period, five minutes in, uh, it was a little scrum in front of the net, it, 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 a lot of freaking bodies. And then you got Kaylor Yamoto. He kind of comes out of nowhere and just squirts the puck through. And uh, Carter Hart, not much he can do there with literally 10 guys in front of him. 
Um, and in the Edmonton Oilers would go up to nothing. And that was really the difference. Uh, third period, uh, Flyers did a good job of keeping the Oilers out of net. Um, they had, in my opinion, they had, they played the, their best game was in the third period. But Connor McDavid was able to put the empty netter away. And that is how this game would end as the Flyers would fall three to nothing to Edmonton. And this was a frustrating one. Um, like I mentioned, you got that nice win against the Capitals on Saturday. It was a quality performance. You were able to finish a game. So now you, the thought is, is now you're just trying to keep the momentum going and just kind of emulate the similar stuff that you were able to do on Saturday um, and play with that effort. And just the jubilation that they kind of you saw from the guys after Saturday, you just figured that would trickle into tonight. And, and look, Connor McDavid is a show. Like, he's one of those star players. Like, even Durant, he's Steph Curry. Um, he, Patrick Mahomes, like he's that kind of player. Wherever he goes, he you're, you're just going to notice what Connor McDavid is doing. You're you're going to buy a ticket tonight, not to see the crappy Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> Watch Connor McDavid. I, I honestly would not. I'm, I'm there for my Flyers, but regardless. Uh, and there, listen, there was a lot of talk. You, you hear the pregame show. They're they're hi- highlighting Connor McDavid. There's like a whole segment on Connor McDavid that frustrates you. You get it, but that frustrates you because you want. People to talk about your team, but because you're so freaking bad and Connor's so such a good hockey player, it 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 just it honestly does suck. And I could be the only one with that that sentiment, but it really did suck. And by the way, Edmonton, the way you've been handling Connor has been absolutely terrible. Now they've turned they've been turning it around uh, since the firing of their coach was a trip it. Um, but now they are knocking on the door of a playoff spot in the Western Conference. Um, and it should be interesting, but. Um, in this game, uh, shouts to Claude uh, Giroux, 993 game, career game. I believe one away from breaking Eric Lindros' goal uh, record. So that is definitely some good news. But um, I will say this, like, you know, we just discussed how the Flyers don't have enough firepower. There's like, like, I would put Oscar Lindblom, JVR, and Travis Konechny all in the same boat. These guys are in a slump right now. And for the most part, this season they've been on a slump for most of it, uh, especially Travis Konechny. And and I think a lot of these three players really are just lacking the confidence. We know they're talented. Uh, we may be asking a little bit more than we what we usually do because of the amount of bodies we are missing. And oh, by the way, Kevin Hayes should be back. He is practicing. I that was my boo boo. I thought he was back out there today, but um, I was wrong. Um, but regardless. Uh, Travis Konechny, JVR, and Oscar Lundblom, they they got to step up. And it's just a fact of the matter. And this is kind of why we are in a situation that we are. Because, you know, guys aren't developing, as, um, as far as I'm referring to Oscar Lindblom and Travis Konechny. And you bring in a JVR, you pay him the money that you did. He's been here since, it was since for, for three seasons. In, and these guys are just not producing. And that's part of the reason why we're at where we're at right now. When some of your big, your big boys aren't putting their big boy pants on and they're not performing on a uh, given on every any given night. TK had, had quite a few uh, solid opportunities. He had four shots on goal. I mean, he's second most, tied for second most with Joel Fair, or sorry, tied for third most with Joel Farabee and Cole Giroux. And, and you just he just has to he has to relax. He has to breathe. He has to remember he's just playing hockey. Like just go out there and play your game, man. And he, he's just thinking way too much. And I think that uh, for JVR. I think age is starting to catch up to JVR, if I'm being quite honest with you. We know what his bread and butter is. You put him in front of net, you're just going to expect him to muck and grind and work for all the goals that he can possibly get. Um, but it, it's just frustrating for him because he's not he's not winning those battles down low, and that's been his bread and butter for his most of his career. 
and it's just been thoroughly disappointing. And Limbaum, I mean, we constantly talk about him. I just don't feel like he's the same player. Um, and even you know, he's been getting some dirty goals this year, some ugly goals. But this is the type of game where you're not going to get those ugly goals when you got um, Koskinen literally everywhere. I see thirty-nine shots saved every single one of them. That six of them, Bobby was not allowing a single goal to get through. And for a Flyers team who overall this season has been struggling offensively, it just it just wasn't going to happen. It just flat out wasn't going to happen. And I really felt like this team did a solid job of slowing down Connor McDavid. You listen, you're not going to stop Connor McDavid. And Connor still had seven shots on goal, which is absolutely ridiculous. But you tamed him. You did a solid, uh, a pretty solid uh, job of taming him. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll mention he did have one little sister, but that we we will we'll digress on that. It 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 was it was it was a a, a, a third assist. He had that third assist. Uh, but regardless, um, yeah, I really, I mean, uh, if I'm being honest, you guys, going into this game, I felt good. I felt comfortable. I felt like this team could have get this could be a win for the Flyers simply because of the Oilers been so streaky. And yeah, they've been feeling themselves lately, but at home, I felt like this could be a perfect opportunity for them to get it done. But they just flat out couldn't. Um, this Sandheim and Risto pairing has been the best defensive pairing uh, thus far in the season for the Philadelphia Flyers, in my honest opinion. Um, I believe they did allow the second goal, if I'm not mistaken. They were on the ice for that second goal. But um, overall, I mean, the physicality that they've been bringing has been great. I mean, I think they've been providing more offense than any of the defensive pairings, whether that be Ivan Provorov and uh, and Justin Braun or Keith Yandel and, and uh, Nick Miller. I feel like those have been providing the most offense and the physicality that Risto brings. Um, those two, you, like, you, I really, that's why I don't think that we will get rid of Risto. Because the partnership with Sandheim has been the best this year. It's been the, one of the best surprises this year as well. Um, and and I, I will see what happens. Obviously, if you guys were on Twitter, you saw there was a good amount of scouts. I mean, there was, I think there was upwards of 13 to 14 scouts in the stands here today. Uh, eyeing out our talent. Obviously, there's no secret. We are a little bit. We are going to be a little bit of sellers at the trade deadline. And, um, and so we... We got to wait and see, but these scouts are here. They've been scouting out a couple uh, games already for the Flyers. And is Claude going to be gone? Is Risto? Is Justin Braun? Are these some of these guys going to be gone? And and uh, we'll see. But uh, I, I, I'm curious to see what they are going to do because Risto has been playing well with Travis Sanheim. And it doesn't seem like Claude Giroux wants to leave. And it'd be tricky to get rid of Claude Giroux as well. Um, so we will definitely uh, see what, what comes about uh, comes up about that. But. I mean, it, 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 this is one of those losses for me where the frustration just comes out. The fact that we are a 27, 28 win uh, loss team, um, the fact that we had the expectations going into the season. Uh, oh, by the way, Mike Yo today today's presser is actually talks about Ryan Ellis, and he brings up the fact that um, he doesn't give the official word, but it, it, every indication points to the fact that Ryan Ellis more than likely will not play for the rest of the year. And go figure, but just give it to give us give that to us at this point. And we haven't seen him since that Dallas game a couple months ago, and there's it doesn't seem like he's gonna come back. And there's so many frustrating components with this uh, with this franchise. And if you guys checked out Parcero Felico on the latest episode, thank you so much. If you have, um, I had Jesse uh, Pierce on from uh, NHL.com, covers the Minnesota Wild for NHL.com. Just a great insight. Obviously, she covered the Wild during the Chuck Fletcher days, and getting that insight from Jesse. You know, kind of seeing what does our future kind of hold, and I'm just curious what it really does because the message from the front office doesn't seem reassuring to myself, and I don't know if it does seem reassuring to you guys now, uh, but I, I just don't 
like the plan that's in place right now for the Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, um, I don't know if Chuck is that guy. We'll, we'll see. Obviously, you're gonna have to get a new coach, and you gotta have to. You're going to have to inject some sort of youth into this team. I mean, you see how the veteran, the 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 surplus of veteran players you have kind of hurts from the injuries and the the speed on the ice. I mean, there's, I mean, like you got a Connor McDavid, one of the fastest skaters in the ice, and he's, you know, he's gonna do his damage. And you're gonna run into guys like that, like the Detroit Red Wings, the back-to-back game against the Red Wings. Perfect example. How much speed and youth that that team has, and you struggle against those type of teams. And I, I, the proof is in the pudding, man. Proof is in this, this team. It is definitely rough to kind of watch right now, man. Awesome stuff, man. Awesome stuff. Uh, you got Jason in the chat. What's going on, Mike? What's happening, my man? What's happening, um, Mike? Uh, over, overall, um, we're again. This is the Flyers game recap, so we won't be talking anything else. But I don't cover college sports whatsoever. Um, I, I just don't do it. That's not. I don't cover professional sports. Uh, but kudos to you, my man. Kudos to you, brother. Uh, I'm getting Jack Hughes with the Devils, dude. Jack Jack Hughes is a Jack Hughes is a beast. That's for sure. I really do enjoy watching Jack Hughes uh, play hockey. Um, you guys have solid pieces. You got Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer. I like those two pieces, and you guys have a have a better pieces to kind of build around than we do. I mean, right now it's it's Claude Giroux. Uh, you got Gerald Farabee here as well, and then you got some guys like TK and Scotty Lawts. Um, a future definitely not as bright as what New Jersey has. I will definitely say, uh, he's the best player in the league. I think at this point, he definitely is the best player in the league, man. Mike, Jersey boy, huh? I can tell you're a Jersey boy. Very, very interesting here. Ah, oh, man, another another loss here with the Philadelphia Flyers, man. Who's who's ready for some draft time, huh? Who's ready for this draft time? Absolutely terrible. Uh, by the way, I, I didn't even get to mention, but you know. Carter Hart had another spectacular game. 29 saves off of 31 shots. Again, just performing every single game, making saves every which way. Um, and he's not getting much help from this team either. And I'd mentioned the fact that Risto and, and Sandheim have been a great pairing. But uh, I think overall it's a team defense. And we kind of talked about this last year, especially when they were as bad as they were. Um, they This team defense, especially when they're in the zone, just do not know how to help Carter Hart. They don't know how to get pucks out of the zone. They don't know how to get in front of shots. They don't know how to clear up lanes as well, and that's a bit of a concern too. The last thing we want here is to get rid of Carter get, or uh, waste Carter Hart's prime years. I mean, we just went up against his his um, hometown team, and they finally got their guy in Cuscanan, and we need to get Carter Hart into the playoffs again. We need to. I mean – I just have that same image of Game 7 against the Islanders and, and just that the terrible, terrible performance of Game 7. We were we were a Game 7 away from advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals. And, man, oh, man, that's crazy how two years changes, man. It is crazy how two years changes. And Carter Hart is still a damn good player, too, which is which is the tough part, man. So, oh, man, we'll see what help we get. But next up for the Flyers, uh, doesn't get any easier here. We'll be back at it on Thursday. We back at home. We hosting the Minnesota Wild, Chuck Fletcher's former squad, and this is a this is a solid team with a lot of speed. Like I mentioned, ever since Chuck has left, they've injected some youth into that team, and they are a very disciplined defensive team. I don't like our chances here again for the Philadelphia Flyers. It, it, it's going to be a tough outing, and I just don't see how they're able to get this one done. The Flyers have have now escalated themselves back down to last place. 
with uh, now 27 losses, not 20. So 16, 27, and 10. That is good enough for 40 points. The New Jersey Devils have one more at 43. That means we are in stake in last place. But if we're looking at um, lottery uh, possibilities, we are two points ahead of the Buffalo Sabres, who have 40. Um, and the Montreal Canadiens have 33. That's the East, the West. You got uh, Arizona with 32 points and Seattle with 37 points. So right now we hold the fourth best odds, if I'm not mistaken, for the draft lottery. So for all my people who wanted to tank, there you go. You, we got an opportunity here to tank, man. Uh, let me see here. Uh, catch a mule. What do you think happens to Carter? Uh, I mean, nothing really. I think he's he's not going anywhere. Uh, they finally have their goaltender that they've been wanting for a long time. I don't see how they part ways with Carter Hart. You're, I mean, it's just not, you know, it's not what you kind of do. I, I, I do worry about wasting the youth. I'm sorry, the prime years of Carter Hart. That that is a, a serious for myself. Uh, I mean, Flyers are not getting rid of Carter. I mean, if you listen to what the Flyers say as far as as far as the front office goes, they do feel like they have a couple, they are a couple pieces away from competing, and. Uh, <laughs> Take take it for a grain of salt, right? Because obviously we don't all believe that they are just a couple pieces away from competing. What's up right now? We see you, brother. We appreciate you, man. We appreciate you, my man. All right, so we'll see what happens on Thursday. So, guys, it's going to do it for the week. Um, I am actually, tomorrow I'll be doing the Sixers game recap, and then on Thursday I'm out. I'm heading to Maine. Uh, I'm going to check out Maine on a little vacation, me and my girl. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that. So there's probably going to be not much. So make sure that's why. YouTube, Twitter, make sure you guys are following on TikTok because um, I'll probably will be posting on TikTok as far as any content goes. Maybe I'll, I'll re-brought, repurpose it for shorts, uh, but yeah, there's going to be nothing live like this. Uh, so make sure you guys are following on TikTok or subscribed on YouTube um, for more. Uh, I'll give some my, my little two cents. I'll try to watch as many games as I possibly can. Definitely the, the Sixers. I'm sorry. I'm not making... I'm on vacation. I am not making it a... a uh, a priority to watch the Flyers with the way they've been playing. So, no disrespect. All obviously, I'm a Flyers fan. I love the Flyers, but I'm on vacation. I don't need that heartbreak. And uh, we'll we'll definitely watch this, the Union as well on Saturday. So we'll definitely be watching, guys. But guys, thank you so much for tuning on into this Flyers game recap. Really means the world to me. Thank you so much. If you guys enjoyed it, please make sure to hit the like button. Subscribe if you are a Philly sports fan for more Philly sports content. We talk it all here from the Flyers Sixers. Eagle and you need to make sure you guys are subscribed and all these uh, game recaps, all these videos, all these lives rebroadcast in podcast form. You can find it under Oin Philly Sports and you can find that wherever you stream podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning on in. I am a part of Philly and I'm telling you guys, let's go Flyers. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>